0: Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klohomin Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and in theory, I will be joined by Jill, my co-presenter. Say hi, Jill. Oh, she goes, I can't hear you. Oh, dear. Oh, this is not good. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, you keep freezing. And
0: Yeah, well, that's our internet and not a lot we can do about it. Anyway, yeah, no. hi, Jill, you're yeah. here. I
1: couldn't, hear, I couldn't hear you when you started talking. <laughs> yes, so. well,
0: I noticed that, hopefully the radio station heard me. Anyway, will, somebody will let us know if that didn't work. But it should be working now, we hope, in theory. Yeah. Am I... Am, am I hearing? Yeah, I'm... Uh, well, I'm not even sure I'm hearing myself. Oh, this is... This is not good. I can't... Oh, well. Uh, I'm... Yes, I'm going out. I can see it on the monitor. It's going bing, bing, okay. bing. Okay, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is episode uh, 110, and we're going to look at the month ahead for December. Um, and... Uh, phew, um, just a up uh, not an update well I guess it's an update anyway just to let you know that for 2022 not starting next week because Jill wants to do a deep dive into this next upcoming uh, solar eclipse which is incredibly significant in terms of where it lined up but um, So we're going to do that next week. But the following three weeks, what we're going to do is um, we're going to look at all of the cardinal signs for one episode, all of the fixed for the next, and then the mutables for the last. And obviously for Christmas Day, this will be a taped show. And the fact that I'm falling on a Christmas Day, that's interesting. Um, and uh, and then January the 1st, we'll be back in the studio for sure uh, doing, well, maybe not. I don't know. That's a holiday too. I have no idea. It might be taped as well. And that that's when we'll do the January forecast. But the other three will encompass what, what the bigger pieces are for uh, 2022. But let's look at December, and I will. Um, let's see now. I want to bring this up on. So, for those who are watching and ha- or listening and have access to a computer, you can see the charts that I'm about to put up. Um, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the charts that I'm about to put up. Uh, but I'll be. We'll be looking at. Um, did that work Jill yes no did that work hello Jill did I lose you Uh, yes yes okay yeah I think it appears that our um,
1: I'm here
0: yeah your
1: Uh,
0: well can you see the charts oh we're having internet problems dang yeah okay So it's either her connection or my connection here. Um, Hopefully, though, uh, the radio audience can hear this. But if you go to my uh, website, cardinalastrology.ca, go under the radio show, you can pull up the charts that we'll be looking at. So December starts with uh, the Sun and Mercury in Sag. Mars, though, is still in Scorpio, which is uh, an irritant or or a... um, would you call it a facilitator, Jill? Not really, Mars. Mars is, is wanting action. And with it being in uh, a yeah, fixed sign still, it's, yeah, it's pushing buttons for sure. Uh, Then we also have Venus and Capricorn, along with Pluto. Saturn and Jupiter, of course, are still in Aquarius, and Uranus is still retrograde, will be until January, and it's in Taurus. But Neptune is actually stationing on the first. So the two main highlights, I would say, for this month that we're gonna spend quite a bit of time with is, of course, the final exact square between Saturn and Uranus. And the the dance that Venus and Pluto are going to be making most of the month. Okay, so we will start with. Um, so, in in your particular opinion, my dear, <laughs> what do you see as being the most relevant? Um, Experience that we're seeing on this Saturn Uranus square.
1: Well, I think um, being that it's it's kind of the culmination of this particular intense piece of this. I mean, obviously they're not going to just be done once they're done with the exact square. Yes, because that yeah. doesn't happen, yeah. and it will continue into next year, but not exact. Yeah. So. The fact that the first exact one was in January.
0: Yeah, so it was actually February 17th at seven degrees. The second one was June the 14th at 13 yeah, degrees.
1: Basically the beginning, the middle, yeah. and the end of the year. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it seems to me that it's like, well, this is kind of telling us what this year has been, is about, is, and has been about. And that's the attorney and restrictive kind of corporate whatever energy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Saturn, Saturn is about structure definitely
1: structures yep. yeah all of that that Saturn represents squaring off against Uranus which is kind of its antithesis it wants freedom and it wants to blow its box wide open right it wants yes. to yeah. tear things down and, and uh, build the anew and in a different way in a yeah in a
0: total so economy. so it's interesting because in order for there to be a new way you know we've got to we go from sort of the the Capricornian side of Saturn which is this is the way it's been this is the way it's always been um, Uranus comes in blows up that structure but then a Saturn and Aquarius can pick up the pieces and hopefully rebuild something that's more sustainable more equitable yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
1: And, and I think Pluto being in Saturn's sign right at the end of it. it's It's been working on kind of digging under those structures.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, it's it's uh, rooting down into the very core. Yeah. yeah, yeah So yeah. it's
1: not just that you're in Saturn and Uranus square, but that Pluto and Capricorn kind of is associated in that way. Yeah,
0: and, uh, and so... Let's, let's just touch a little bit then on um, what happens whenever Pluto, you know, connects with Venus. Uh, so Pluto, of course, is that really, really slow moving planet. So whenever uh, a planet approaches it, it could be, you know, sometimes it's just a day if it's the moon um, or a couple of days for the faster moving planets. But Venus this time has decided to cozy up to Pluto and station and so there's a couple of weeks in December and into January in which those two are best buds, um, which is unusual. Um, that doesn't yeah. happen every time that Venus goes retrograde, that Pluto would be there, etc. And so, you know, Pluto's capacity to go to the very bottom, the depths, um, and unearth um, what, what what does Venus stand for? Well, one of them is what it is we desire, but it's also um, how we're in relationship to what we value and who we're in relationship to. So this is a huge excavation project.
1: Well, and the other, the other thing, too, is Venus rules the sign Aquarius or Uranus is it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and
1: Taurus, which is one of Venus's—it's her Earth sign—and so it's an earthy kind of feel. Yeah, so it is. It's about New Earth. It's about yeah. It's about New Earth, really.
0: Yeah, Um, and and so, you know, some of us um, have hope that uh, this excavation will actually reveal. Um, what's actually necessary for us to live and survive and to thrive, um, taking us back to what Uranus is blowing up, which is, you know, our awareness of, you know, the planet and what's best for the planet is what's best for us. I mean, that's one one take on it.
1: Yeah, I think Taurus also is, it's a very practical sign. And yeah. About getting back to practical values, not... Not all these things we can pro- mass produce. Yes. But what do we actually need? What yeah. What is a value? What is real value to us?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. And, yeah. And tangible, like.
0: Yeah, and so there- that this this whole coming together will have a collective. Piece to it, is what we've been talking about, but it'll also have a personal piece, uh, especially for those who have late degrees cardinal signs, so that would be Capricorn, Aries, Cancer, and Libra, and it's going to really ask you to look deep inside and see, are there things that you desire, that you value, and relationships are. Are they all serving you? Is this really what you truly desire? Is there stuff you're hanging on to, Pluto, that you need to, like, expunge from the system? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's, uh, I remember with my kids when they were young, you know, they'd say, well, I need another pair of this or another thing. And I'd say, well, you may want that, but it's not necessarily that you need it. And I think it's an important distinction. We can be advertised all kinds of things and we go, I want that, I want that. that." But taking it back to what do I really value, what is of importance to me that I really, is essential. Yeah. Yeah. What's essential to me, not what do I just want.
0: Yes, yeah. That's very transitory. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is, very. And, um, you know, we are on, uh, you know, despite a few people thinking we can, you know, take our gibbled up culture and transport it into the stars, I have a feeling the stars will just say, yeah, no, wait till you grow up a bit before we'll let you out of the playpen. Uh, <laughs> that's just my <laughs> shtick on it. But, um, you know, if we did get back to what is truly of value amongst us, um then um, there's going to be plenty to go around. But until we do that, um, yeah, it's there's the haves and the have-nots, which, yeah.
1: Yeah, and we've, for a long, long time, we've been sort of programmed to think we we have to have the latest this and the latest that.
0: Yeah, which is yeah.
1: Part of that Saturn and Aquarius thing of, because um, Saturn, you know, and Capricorn in particular is sort of the corporate interest. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. have kind of been running things for a very long time and it's time to shift that around.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So those two pieces are working together. And one of the things that I did is I'm going to just quickly go through all 12 signs um, and put them on the ascendant so that one can kind of have a look at So how am I participating in the breaking down of a structure that no longer serves humanity? Uh, Where am I making space for uh, new ideas and, uh, you know, sort of from the edges to come to the center that have been discarded and discounted? Okay, so if you have Aries rising, then this has to do with uh, self-esteem, friends, and hopes uh Taurus rising uh it's a makeover of your position in community and that makeover is am I because Uranus would be on your ascendant uh am I presenting what I truly value in what we were just saying the fact that Venus rules Taurus with Gemini, uh, its beliefs and a time out. Uh, this is uh, Gemini rising. People have an opportunity to reconnect the dots in uh, a healthier way. Uh, with Cancer rising, this is um, can be huge changes around uh, what one hopes for and uh, and who one is connected to, because this is the 11th and the 8th house that are your fixed signs. And so there could be inheritances. There could be power struggles. Uh, Leo, of course, you're you're getting this Saturn is going through your 7th. Uh, and so position in community, 10th house, that's Taurus. That could be radically changing. Uh, partners and open enemies, uh, but at least they're open. They're not hidden. <laughs> Virgo rising, it's ninth and sixth. Travel, learning, health, and what are you doing on a daily level? And so to f- to facilitate the kind of tension between Saturn and Uranus, uh, your daily practice will be incredibly important. Libra, uh, this is eighth and fifth. And so creativity and children can be, uh, you know, what's... Uh, Uh, The structures are changing around that, whereas death and inheritance and joint resources are... uh, Uranus is, you know, creating some changes there. Scorpio, uh, that's me, seventh and fourth. Uh, Relationship enemies, roots, and home. Uh, Yeah, so makes you wonder who all in the (laughs) lower mainland is. Scorpio rising. Yes, their roots and home are shifting. Uh, Sagittarius this is community and daily Uh, so uh, creativity from oh pardon me community is um, the Taurus piece of it and no that's the Aquarian piece of it and your daily activity is the Taurus and so hard to establish a routine that works this is my husband right having to go from one creative interest to another so that's completely mucked up his schedule Uh, Capricorn fifth and second uh, so creative opportunities and shifts around resources Uh, Aquarius rising home roots and a personal makeover Uh, Pisces community and again a spiritual time out so those are the areas where this Uranus Saturn has been playing its tune Okay, so shall we dive into just sort of the daily thing? Sure. Alrighty. So our first uh, piece is we start the month with Neptune stationing, and it stations at 20 degrees of Pisces, and you had some thoughts about this.
1: I do. I think the fact that it's it's kicking off the month, yeah, <laughs> it sort of sets the tone for the month in some ways, and yeah, you know, those, Neptune at its best is about spirituality and our spiritual connection to the all that is. whether, yes. you, whether that's God for you or just the universe, however you
0: yes, yeah,
1: conceptualize that. Um, but it it also has the potential for a negative turn term, yeah. in terms of illusions and delusions and so some people might be quite you know we might be disillusioned by seeing through the illusions
0: yes <laughs> and that yeah
1: and that's actually a good thing that happens so yeah um because you know the illusions are not helpful but seeing through them can be and
0: yes so yeah
1: that might contribute to the breakthrough that that saturn and uranus are are trying to create here
0: yes yeah exactly exactly
1: <laughs> you know and i think and also with mars still in scorpio it's, and you know and pluto and capricorn it's it's getting at the secretive stuff that yeah. is hidden and yep. wanting to bring that to light so that that can create some disillusionment too because stuff we we always thought that's the way it was we might find oh that isn't how it
0: was <laughs> <laughs> or oh, the mind? or the um the end result um, was never considered. That's the one that comes to my mind. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. humanity set off on this this course back 200 or so years ago, Industrial Revolution and this great yeah. scientific outpouring without any realization at that time of uh, what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> and Neptune is kind of like, trying to you know strip back the veil of all is you know whatever
1: Yeah, and i think i think yeah. both Pluto and capricorn mars and scorpio and and neptune itself is really about kind of lifting that
0: veil yeah yeah yeah, yeah. neptune yeah. is the
1: veil it's that fogginess that is hard to see through and and you know we want clarity we want more clarity and that's uranium energy yes. thing yeah. Let's make it crystal clear here. So I think, you know, there can be some breakthroughs and some you know it, you know, and it may be that we've been lied to in some instances. And that yeah. you know, they yeah. come to us. That's a good thing. So I think it's and in some ways it's almost like uh purging toxins. I mean Pluto is very pur- much the purgative, you know. It oh yes it yeah. from yeah. the depths. Yeah, brings right, it up from
0: the it. depths, brings it out to be transformed or transmuted or transfigured into the
1: light in order yeah. to shift it so you know i think it, it contributes to that so i think you know that may maybe some of the themes that we may see in the month is just kind of how the veil is being lifted or shredded and we may get more glimpses of truth and yeah yeah my take
0: Yes. Okay, so our next event, uh, which is the one that Jill is going to do a huge deep dive next uh, next week with um, how this particular solar eclipse, um, that's going to happen on December the 3rd. Now, it is in Sagittarius, and eclipses come usually in about an 18th 18 month series. And so the SAG Gemini series, uh, it started back in June of 2020. Its next hit was November of 2020, so you can see there's like a a little less than six months interval, usually in between. We had another one in December of 2020, then May this year of 2021, and June of 2021. And so this is the last in that series, and it's pretty darn potent, Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Apparently, it's also very short, like in duration. It's only, I think it's slightly less than two minutes.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: It's itself, So what that means, I don't know, but it's it's a self-node eclipse as well. So it is about the letting go.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is, you know, kind of goes back to what I was just talking about.
0: Right. Yeah. And I was going on before the, the show about the full moon, not this. Darn. Oh, well, you know, there you well, go. And
1: Mercury is conjunct this new moon as well. Yes. So again, yeah. and it's squaring Neptune. So again, that truth coming out because yes. it's in the sign that wants truth. Yes. Sag, Sagittarius very much wants truth.
0: Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. so on a, on a personal level... Um, it's I would say with it being you know uh, at an eclipse um, and being it's the south node that it's not asking for you to begin things that are way too grandiose that would not be recommended but to be yeah. very clear with what it is you do want to start that it's true for you yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. and think thinking clearly and really considering um, Although Sagittarius does have a tendency to leap
0: before it looks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. 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 But that south node should create, you know, like it would be different if this was a solar eclipse with the north node because then, uh, you know, there would be no holds barred. But south node energy tends to collapse things more. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It's
0: it's, it's about clearing away
1: some of the stuff Maybe holding us back and Zad wants to move forward.
0: So, yeah. 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 Okay. Our next aspect is a Mars sextile Pluto, and this is on December the 6th. Now, Whenever these two team up, and again, uh, because Mars is moving along probably at its typical speed, uh, this energy isn't going to last that long, which is probably a good thing. Um, But this is power exercised. And so, you know, if you've got something that you need to just feel powerful in doing or um, expressing, then, you know, December the 6th is a good day to show that hand. Uh, but it's also, you know, others who don't necessarily have intentions that are honorable, <laughs> they might their hand might get revealed here, because this is Scorpio yeah. and it is Pluto, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it's also, I think, I mean, it's powered by this eclipse in that it is already... You
0: know Yeah, it's plus, it's coming into I'm orb with this eclipse.
1: already sextiling that Venus as well as Pluto.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tying um, those two together, yeah. At
1: the eclipse, so I think it's, it's got that power of the eclipse with it that it's...
0: Yes, yeah.
1: So it, it's, you know, and it is Scorpio, so, and Pluto rules Scorpio, so it wants to dig deep and...
0: Yep, yeah, really so that, that could <laughs> be a... a Usable with honorable intentions, please. <laughs> okay. And it's
1: also, it's also just leaving the trine to Neptune, so.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really, yeah.
0: Okay, on December 7th, this is an interesting combination. Um, so we've got two planets that um, express, um, you know, the more positive side of the human experience so we've got Neptune which I tend to think of as visionary and we have Jupiter which I tend to think of as hope Um, and so both of those planets on the same day December 7th are receiving squares now Mercury is squaring Neptune and Mars is squaring Jupiter so we have vision and hope are triggered together Um, and the fact that it's a square Um, I get that sense of doubt comes into play when it shouldn't come into play, because with our Jupiter and our Neptune, we're not looking for doubt. We're looking for just the opposite. But
1: I think also squares tend to be activators.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: They they say, okay, you know, enough. You know, this isn't about lying back and taking taking it easy. This is about you got to do something about it, because... You know
0: this is uncomfortable yes yeah no and squares are uncomfortable Um,
1: and so we have to resolve the conflict
0: yeah so the Mercury Neptune piece um, getting that message clear that's that's the tricky piece Uh, with Mars Jupiter it's not overblowing the energy right those two get together and it can you just add two with dozen zeros after it much (laughs)
1: Yeah, and again, these are already coming into being at the eclipse. So yes, the power yeah. by that as well. So yeah, that, that plays a part in it as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, December the 11th marks the actual first kiss between Venus and Pluto. Uh, the mm-hmm. dance of our deepest desires unearthed for transformation. Alliances of power. What is the agenda? So... On a bigger global or even on a, you know, company versus employee, employer, any of those kinds of relationships in which um, the relationship has a power component to it. Um, you know, if there's need for deep transformation uh, coming up to December the 11th, it's likely to start oozing out and be really obvious.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So what is the agenda? You know, what what needs to be unearthed? Now, on that uh, same day, uh, Mercury has moved on a little bit. And so now it's sextiling Jupiter, but the sun is squaring Neptune. So again, vision and hope are being (laughs) triggered on the same day. Um, So my sense is, is there's a process that's unfolding and that there won't be any quick answers yeah yeah the fact that you know venus and pluto they're doing the deep dive and at the same time mercury is going oh i get it i get it you know sextile to jupiter well and then the sun squares neptune yeah i'm you know i be really clear <laughs> with what you're getting i think uh, yeah i think
1: Hun and sag wants the truth wants yeah you know to you know know what's going on and Truth and freedom and all those things and squared to Neptune again—it's a square, so it's kind of activating what 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 nebulous thing is blocking me?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Or um, it a, it's, yeah. A, it's
1: a beautiful energy in many ways, but it's very nebulous. You—it's yeah. like you know, capturing a cloud—you can't. It's it's because it's the intangible, it's the spiritual. It's yes. So at its best, it's going to move us towards more more spirituality in terms of our beliefs
0: yes yeah are you connected to challenging
1: us to to look at whether we're walking or talk
0: or yes yeah that is a good way of putting it yeah 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 so So heart centered rather than head centered
1: absolutely yeah and 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 soul centered you know spirits yeah because that's the essence of the, the positive essence of neptune and pisces is that whole spiritual center that we all have.
0: Yes. As human beings. Yeah. So December the 13th, this should actually be an experience that just about everybody will finally, will, would likely feel. So Mercury will leave Sag for Capricorn, so nose back to the grindstone. Uh, Mars will leave Scorpio for Sag and relief from the tension slash irritation that Mars was able to engender with its, you know, pinging off Uranus and Saturn. Um, you know, it's, yeah, there should be some relief from that. Um, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and Mars will bump into the South Node right away.
0: Yes, it does. Yeah. And
1: so again it's it's like the, moving into Sagittarius the warrior for truth kind of thing. Yes. What what do we need to cut away
0: here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and that is Mars's action is to cut. Uh yeah. and um yeah, so mo- momentum rather than just irritation and tension. Yeah. yeah. So that should be a nice one actually. So I am just going to switch and you will tell me if this works. Okay so can we see the full moon coming up? I can see it rising. Yeah there it is. (laughs) So this is quite the full moon. a number of years back and I can't even remember in what context but something really dramatic was happening and all the astrologers were talking about the galactic center and so just a little byline before so this is the point which astronomers feel like there's a uh, an incredibly huge black hole Um, but it's Our Milky Way, which we're part of, um, is a galaxy, and it has a center, um, and we spin around that center. In other words, the sun isn't just stationary out there in the universe. No, it's on a trip around the galactic center. And um, and so where is that galactic center vis-a-vis the Earth's trip around the sun? And it turns out that it's 27 degrees of Gemini. Mm Sag. so, yeah. And so this full moon is conjunct the galactic center.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I think, again, you know, sort of the message keeps coming in the same way, in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are
0: slow, we are slow, you have to say. (laughs)
1: The cosmos is speaking to us here. And, and, you know, it's, it's, the sun in in sag is sextile to jupiter which rules sagittarius yes yep Um, and and the the full moon itself is it's it's moving away from but it's still in the square to neptune so again
0: but and it's trying that same jupiter Yeah. yeah so again jupiter neptune yeah
1: yeah so it's again you know what's true and what's illusion what's what what you know how can we make our our beliefs more spiritual less sort of cerebral
0: yeah and that that's what a lot of people when the talk came out a number of years ago about the whole galactic center um a lot of people believed that it supports awakening
1: yeah yeah yeah. and I, i you know i think that's very much what this this uh Saturn Uranus squares about it's it and and the moves of these planets into Aquarius so much energy in Aquarius it is about I means Uranus is the awakener
0: yes so yeah
1: it is about awakening and and I think there is quite a great awakening happening and Jupiter Sagittarius would like it to be great <clears throat> well of course bigger, bigger yeah. is better. <laughs> Jupiter wants it big bigger is better yep and that's right have Mars close to that south node so it's still Wanting to dismantle some of that
0: stuff. Yeah, that's, that's getting nope. in the way of the truth. Yeah. Okay. Plus, now, we're getting oh, ever closer to that
1: Saturn Uranus exact.
0: square. Oh yes, yeah. The exact square is heating up. Yes, <laughs> and you know, I the timing of this. I'm you know, obviously, the universe doesn't hold much stock in some of our bigger holidays, but. You know, some of us are kind of going, really? (laughs) But anyway, so before we get to that one. um, Okay, so the 19th, uh, we have the Sun sextile to Jupiter. That goes exact. Okay, so... Um, You know, that's kind of a classic run-up to Christmas, optimism, goodwill towards man, all of that kind of stuff. But on that same day, Venus actually stations at 26 degrees. Now, um, she turns direct, uh, so she will back up, um, and she'll continue to go in reverse until the 29th of January. Um, And she doesn't actually leave Capricorn until March the 5th. And what's very interesting about the whole Venus retrograding time frame, she, you know, she goes from being a uh, evening star to a morning star. And she does 40 days of each, um, which that always takes me back to the Arabian Nights thing, which had 40 days and 40 nights. Um, and on that same day that she retrogrades, Chiron stations and turns direct at eight of Aries. Yeah.
1: And we've got Mercury squaring
0: that. Which? Oh, the yes, the um, the Chiron station. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just seeing that too.
1: Yeah. Again. You know, again, there's there's this need for healing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And that goes with, in a sense, with the ruler of, Ar- of Aries being conjunct the south node because that's, you know, when you clear away the stuff that no longer serves, which is kind of what south node seems
0: to be, mm-hmm.
1: then there is healing. That's
0: Yeah, you're leaving the past behind and moving forward. Yeah. Okay, December the 20th. Uh, we now have Mercury trine Uranus, um, and so this is this is going to start to, um, you know, bring back into consciousness, um, you know, the whole Uranus Saturn square, um, and what tensions and revolutions, et cetera, that are needing to happen, and then we come to. The solstice and I did do a chart for the solstice so for people that like to do ritual uh, what's very interesting here is the kite. moon is highlighting uh, the um, Pluto Venus and I just thought you know it's yeah that's quite significant and it's a kite. yes and it is a kite and so in, oh. your, in your solstice preparations, um, you know, doing the deep dive into what it is you value, what it is, what are you truly desire, um, and, you know, the excavation and rejuvenation slash transformation of major relationships, whether that's to yourself or to other or to things, that can be part of the returning of the light that the solstice marks.
1: Yeah, uh, interesting. After last year's solstice, yeah, I, I, which was huge. So, yes, it's uh, continuing the story.
0: See? Yeah, yeah, but making it well in this way, you can actually make it very personal. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and and it is about it's you know in cancer, the moon is in cancer, it's home and hearts and yep. and family and and getting again, that's kind of getting back to basics as well.
0: You yes. Know,
1: our, our family unit, unit, and our, our, you know, our sense of the family of man, if it, if you like, and so yeah, and it, it kind of emphasizes that I think.
0: Oh yeah, the, yeah.
1: Particularly opposite Venus, you know, let's connect with that love energy, that deep sense of love. Yes,
0: and and it's yeah, Moon and Cancer. Um, cancer is also and the Moon in particular. Will take us into what do they call it now? Epigenetic memory, right? Like it is your deep tribal memory, and yeah.
1: particularly opposite Pluto, which is digging up yeah old stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 actually a wonderful, wonderful. Uh,
0: yeah, picture. It is. <laughs> Um, okay, so and then dun, 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 we come up to the, the big exclamation point of the Saturn-Uranus square. And depending on where you were born, it will be late on the 20th, or not where you're born, but where you're living, um, late on December 23rd or really early in the morning on December 24th. And it occurs at 11 degrees of fixed signs. And so you know, if you happen to have a chart, um, you know, present company included, <laughs> um, you will experience it. To you know, you're on the leading edge. Is basically, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For me, it's I've got Saturn on on my Sun. Yep. With Uranus squaring it, and yeah, I, th- I you know I think I'm definitely feeling have been feeling it already. I feel quite tired.
0: Like yes, Saturn. Yep. My
1: solar energy has got Saturn pressing down on it. But ultimately, I think that's going to free me up
0: Yeah, more. Yeah, Because I am an Aquarian, and
1: Uranus rules my Saturn.
0: Wow, well, exactly, exactly. So that's our precursor to the big day. And then on the big day, on the 25th, Venus comes back and conjoins Pluto so she's in her retrograde phase and you know having this on the family day the you know the time when we're all getting together um, you know this will be maybe not the um, uh, I'm gonna say messy it'll be messy <laughs> especially if Our deepest desires, and you know the the gunk that has been avoided, and whatever. Yeah, uh, it's likely to be um, a lot of stuff coming to the surface in those happy family moments. I would think, but I can I can be wrong. I can so be wrong.
1: (laughs) It may also highlight the the what Christmas has become with all. Oh
0: yes, yes. Of
1: our values, you know. Yes, yeah.
0: Yes, you good know, point. Good the moon point.
1: just leaving that opposition to it. I think it's, it's about what do we really value. Let's dig deeper on that. Because, yes.
0: Because,
1: you know, you get so, much, so many people and all I care about is what I get.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, and I was happy to hear that um, yesterday's Black Friday insanity was not what they had hoped for. You know, so maybe maybe people are starting to get it that more stuff is not what it's about.
1: I think, I think that name is really appropriate for Pluto and Capricorn.
0: Oh well, that's true. <laughs>
1: Black Friday. I mean, yeah. does that sound like a happy day to you? It doesn't to me. No, it but doesn't. No, nothing that draws me to that.
0: No, no, <laughs> no, no. Stuff never did for me either. But okay. No,
1: well, no, but but for those who do, I think. They yeah. are waking up to a different way of living, of not just what what stuff can I get, but what what do I really have, like in terms of family and close yes. people in my life, people I love.
0: Yes. Yeah. And That's, how important that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean that is the most. The big the, Pluto is is about power, but Venus is about love, which venus ostensibly represents is the greatest power in the universe
0: yes it is the yeah.
1: generative creative energy so that to me is what this is about it's about let's not look at the kind of power that we've been thinking is power and shift it to what's really powerful which is love loving yeah. one another family all that stuff
0: yeah 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 Okay, so the 26th, Boxing Day, we have Mercury, who is now in Capricorn, uh, sextiling Neptune. Um, Yeah, with Mercury back in Capricorn, um, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the, coming up to January 1st and all of the, you know, resolutions and game plans that people start to make during this, you know, between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, Mercury, and Neptune together, yeah, they can, um, they can actually, you know, make a list. Uh, unfortunately, with Neptune there, um you know if somebody is handing you a list you might want to really double check it because yeah illusions can abound uh, yeah
1: and, and really i think you know we're creating capricorn likes things clear
0: oh yeah it does so coming up to neptune this is yeah
1: maybe getting more clear on your spiritual
0: yeah that would be the upside on things yeah the downside will be all the rhetoric around oh we're on top of everything everything's just great nothing needs to change or what do
1: i have to take back to the store today
0: (laughs) (laughs) well there is that yes
1: i didn't want
0: (laughs) (laughs) but and for
1: i think i think at its best it's going to be people really thinking about what is of importance to them spiritually I mean, you're just yes. coming off christmas yeah. and ideally we get back to i mean you know the essence of christmas whether you're yeah religious or not
0: yes ideally
1: yeah. it, its essence for me would be about family yeah the people you yeah. care about and that sort of thing which feeds us uh, spiritually, right? Yes,
0: and and I do, you know. In past forecasts, I've also noted whenever these two get together in an easy aspect, because this is a sextile. That for those that meditate or have a spiritual practice, then obviously on the twenty uh, sixth, there is a spiritual download available with those two connecting. Yeah,
1: great day for a meditation. Oh yeah, know.
0: totally. Really?
1: on what's, what's been happening all year and 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 on what you want to see happen and what you want to visualize yes. for the, this new Earth that's coming into being. Yes. This you know, download that we're all getting, whatever. Um, just
0: tuning into that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then to come up to close to the end of the year, the big sigh. And that is December 28th, Jupiter takes its complete step into pisces no backing away she's there and she's heading down that piscean road and um one astrologer made you know sort of the comment was goodwill has a chance to grow in the coming year yay yeah
1: yeah, it's, it's swimming towards Neptune. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. yeah. And it's in its home turf. Jupiter likes to be in Pisces. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is about goodwill. Yeah, I thought that was um, an excellent descriptor for Jupiter in Pisces. And
1: it's bringing forward that Aquarian, you know. Yeah, it's
0: taking that energy. It's just a
1: humanity kind of yeah. spirit into into this to to merge with the, the spiritual, you yeah. know, let's get more spiritual in our...
0: Yes, and our while it's been, you know, it's been like two full years in a Saturn-ruled sign, which does dampen our sense of hope, and uh, with it finally breaking free of that Saturn domain, um, you know, then the outlines of what can be possible um, at this juncture in human history. Yeah, that that has an easier road to um, get on board with.
1: And, and interesting that it's happening so soon after the exact square.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, it's, I think we need it, <laughs> you know. Because
1: the energy of Jupiter is much more aligned with Uranus than with Saturn.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: They share more... Mm, Ideas in
0: common. Yes. Okay, so um, let's see. What have I got here now? Uh, coming to the so new year. So jump. the Pluto-Venus dance will definitely be on. Uh, and Mercury and Mars are adding impetus uh, to your list of new desires. So on December 29th, we have uh, Mercury comes into the mix with that Pluto uh, Venus and uh, yeah so it conjoins Venus first on the 29th and then Pluto on the 30th Uh, yeah so you're making your list and um, it's going to probably be possible to make it way more uh, directly in line with what your heart truly does value slash desire um, slash who you actually want to you know spend time with, etc.
1: What you truly value, what, what you value. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think bring more conscious awareness. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. Nice note to uh, end the year on. That's for sure. Because yeah.
1: Pluto is actually you know very unconscious, deep unconscious stuff that needs to be brought to the surface.
0: Brought to the surface, so exactly.
1: Mercury coming to conjunction, especially with the influence of Venus, is is quite beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is. And then to highlight that moment, this is here on the West Coast in Pacific Standard Time. Uh, At midnight, the moon's first aspect is a square to Neptune. Mm -hmm. So it's like Neptune started the month and Neptune's ending the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting that it would do that. (laughs) Okay, so that is your December, and we still have time. We do, we do. I think you didn't
1: mention the Mars sextile to Saturn, but that's
0: (gasps) oh, that's right. Yes, pardon me, pardon me. The day that
1: Mercury is conjunct Venus retrograde,
0: right? Yes.
1: it's basically the same as when it Mercury's conjunct Pluto
0: because you know, they're so close. Uh, yeah.
1: Mars is having,
0: um Yeah, it's having a moment with Saturn. Yeah. Saturn,
1: which you know, again, they're not very compatible kinds of. Energy. No, they're not. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: they're not. <laughs> but working
1: in a sex style, it can be a very disciplined kind of. Action. Oh yeah,
0: it's yeah, work can get done when those two.
1: Mars Mars in in um, Sagittarius. Sad kind of needs the the discipline
0: oh yes (laughs) that is true that is true so
1: it focuses that that mars and sagittarius energy
0: what
1: am i what is the truth what am i looking for what you know where am i going here
0: yeah um what What, do i want
1: to accomplish yes
0: accomplish what am i going to put my energy towards yeah
1: and and you know that's you know with with sagittarius it's you know Clear, getting clearer on my philosophy and being and walk again walking my talk.
0: Yes, <laughs> that that is a good way to put Mars and Sag walking your talk. Yeah,
1: Mars sextile Saturn is having the discipline to do that. To yes, to really take a look at it and say, Yeah, I can I can apply myself
0: to yes. this. Yeah, Mars Get where Saturn. It's about, right. Yeah. Which we we all need to. Oh yes, discipline. Bring that into <laughs> Right. Or, or make that list. <laughs> yeah, and it's
1: going to it's going to be in conjunct Uranus at the time, which it it can create the um, a bit of discomfort that. Might oh yeah, yeah. Move you to want to just make the adjustments you need to do.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, in conjuncts are irritating. There's no doubt about it. Huh.
1: Yeah, there the are aspects of, of, of really adaptation and, and
0: yeah, yeah, and they're they're the type that um, you actually have to pay attention to. They're um, yeah, inconjuncts don't offer um, any kind of compatibility, and so you actually have to pay attention to figure out how you can work with it. Yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah.
1: Kind of an aspect of irritation more than <clears throat> like the squares are. <clears throat> this is really hard. I gotta.
0: Yeah, but at least you know what you're dealing with. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's up front. It's in your face. You don't where-
1: always seek for what it is. Yeah. yeah. You just feel irritated, and
0: especially yes.
1: Mars you might feel very irritated.
0: With very irritated. Yes. Yeah.
1: And the answer is to look to Saturn and Aquarius and. Uh, how and how can I use this Saturnian energy in a positive way to get get where I want to go and,
0: and yeah, you know, clearer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, like I said, at the top of the hour, uh we are going to take a deep dive into the solar eclipse that happens on the third. And I'm not even sure. Oh, here we go. So it will have just occurred when we do the show next week. Um, yeah. And you have a number of countries that are lined up with it.
1: Well, it seems to be, yeah, as with the uh, lunar eclipse. Yeah, um,
0: the one that was. It,
1: it's, it's, the message seems to be that this eclipse season is really important.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, these these places on the planet are being highlighted for a reason, and yeah, you know, have a look
0: because okay, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think I have enough music to take us out, seeing as I'm actually here at the radio station. Um, yeah, it's been fun to be back in the office. I guess. Yeah, I guess I should call this the office. <laughs> um it it's a well i i could almost say it's less work when i'm here but it really isn't (laughs) Uh, but you can find this and all our other episodes on a youtube channel uh cardinalastrology.ca i think we'll get you there um and uh yeah so we'll say Goodbye, Jill. See you next week. (laughs) Yeah, you will. And to the listening audience, just a reminder, you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station. And uh, we will take you out with uh, a little bit of the Fifth Dimension and Aquarius. Recording stop.